Act One of the Merry Wives of Windsor by William Shakespeare. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Robert Shallow, A Country Justice, read by Algy Pug. Slender, Cousin to Shallow, read by David Lawrence. Sir Hugh Evans, A Welsh Parson, read by Matthew Rees. The Path of Page, played by Alan T. Sir John Falstaff, read by Mark Smith of Simpsonville, South Carolina. Bardolph, read by Alan T. Pistol, read by Peter Bishop. Nim, a sharper attending on Falstaff, read by Levi Throckmorton. Simple, servant to slender, read by Sarah Holtz. Anne Page, Mistress Page's daughter, read by Elizabeth Barr. Host, read by Tricia G. Hostess Quickly, read by Amy Graymore. Rugby, servant to Dr. Caius, read by Dale Burgess. Dr. Caius, read by Marty Chris. Fenton, read by Peter Bishop. Mistress Page, read by Arielle Lipshaw. Mistress Ford, read by Elizabeth Clatt. Ford, a gentleman dwelling at Windsor, read by Timothy Ferguson. Robin, read by Beth Thomas. Servant, read by Tricia G. First Servant, read by Ted Garvin. Second Servant, read by Levi Throckmorton. William Page, read by Elizabeth Clatt. Stage Directions by Denny Sayers. Act One, Scene One. Windsor, before Page's house. Enter Shallow, Slender, and Sir Hugh Evans. Sir Hugh, persuade me not, I will make a stir chamber matter of it. If you were twenty Sir John Falstaffs, he shall not abuse Robert Shallow, Esquire. In the county of Gloucester, just as of peace and quorum. Ay, cousin Slender, uncustalorum. Ay, and rattlorum, too, and a gentleman born, Master Parson, who writes himself a megaro, and any bill, warrant, quittance, or obligation. Megaro. Ay, that I do, and have done any time these three hundred years. All his successors gone before him hath done't, and all his ancestors that come after him may. They may give the dozen white looses in their coat. It is an old coat. The dozen white louses do become an old coat well. It agrees well, passant. It is a familiar beast to man, and signifies love. The loose is the fresh fish. The salt fish is an old coat. I may quarter, cuz. You may, by marrying. It is marring indeed, if he quarter it. Not a whit. Yes, pyre lady. If he has a quarter of your coat, there is but three skirts for yourself, in my simple conjectures, but that is all one. If Sir John Falstaff have committed disparagements unto you, I am of the church, and will be glad to do my benevolence to make atonements and compromises between you. The council shall bear it. It is a riot. It is not meet the council hear a riot. There is no fear of God in a riot. The council, look you, shall desire to hear the fear of God, and not to hear a riot. Take your visiments in that. Oh, oh my life, if I were young again, the sword should end it. It is better that friends is the sword and end it. And there is also another device in my brain, which peradventure brings good discretions with it. There is Anne Page, which is daughter to Master Thomas Page. 
which is pretty virginity. Mistress Anne Page, she has brown hair, and speaks small like a woman. It is that fairy person for all the world, as just as you will desire, and seven hundred pounds of monies, and gold and silver, is her grandsire upon his deathbed, got deliver to a joyful resurrections, give, when she is able to overtake seventeen years old. It were a good motion if we leave our pribbles and prabbles, and desire a marriage between Master Abraham and Mistress Anne Page. Did her grandsire leave her seven hundred pound? Ay, and her father is make her a petterpenny. I know the young gentlewoman. She has good gifts. Seven hundred pounds and possibilities is good gifts. Well, let us see, honest Master Page. Is Falstaff there? Shall I tell you a lie? I do despise a liar as I do despise one that is false, or as I despise one that is not true. The knight, Sir John, is there and, I beseech you, be ruled by your well-willers. I will peat the door for Master Page. Knox. What ho! God bless your house here. Within. Who's there? Enter Page. Here is God's blessing, and your friend, and Justice Shallow, and here young Master Slender, that peradventures shall tell you another tale, if matters grow to your likings. I am glad to see your worships well. I thank you for my venison, Master Shallow. Master Page, I am glad to see you. Much good do it, your good heart. I wish your venison better. It was ill killed. How doth good Mistress Page? And I thank you always with my heart. La, with my heart. Sir, I thank you. Sir, I thank you. By yea and no, I do. I am glad to see you, good Master Slender. How does your follow, Greyhound, sir? I heard say he was outrun at Cotsall. It could not be judged, sir. You'll not confess, you'll not confess. That he will not, tis your fault, tis your fault, tis a good dog. A cur, sir. Sir, he's a good dog, and a fair dog. Can there be more said? He is good and fair. Is there John Falstaff here? Sir, he is within, and I would I could do a good office between you. It is spoke, as a Christian's ought to speak. He hath wronged me, Master Page. Sir, he doth in some sort confess it. If it be confessed, it is not redressed. Is that not so, Master Page? He hath wronged me, indeed he hath, at a word he hath, believe me, Robert Shallow, Esquire, saith, he is wronged. Here comes Sir John. Enter Falstaff, Bardolph, Nim and pistol. Now, Master Shallow, you'll complain of me to the king? Knight, you have beaten my men, killed my deer, and broke open my lodge. But not kissed your keeper's daughter. Toot, the pin, this shall be answered. I will answer it straight. I have done all this. That is now answered. The council shall know this. Twere better for you if it were known in council. You'll be laughed at. Pauca verba, Sir John. Good words. Good warts. Good cabbage. Slender, I broke your head. What matter have you against me? Mary, sir, I have matter in my head against you, and against your coney-catching rascals, Bardolph, Nim, and Pistol. You Banbury cheese. Aye, tis no matter. How now, Mephistophilus? Aye, tis no matter. 
Slice, I say. Pauka, pauka, slice. That's my humor. Where's simple, my man? Can you tell, cousin? Peace, I pray you. Now, let us understand. There is three umpires in this matter, as I understand. That is, Master Page, Fidelicit Master Page. And there is myself, Fidelicit myself. And the three party is, lastly and finally, mine host of the garter. We three, to hear it and end it between them. Very good. I will make a brief of it in my notebook, and we will afterwards irk upon the cause with as great discreetly as we can. Pistol! He hears with ears. The tevil and his tam! What phrase is this? He hears with ear. Why, it is affectations. Pistol, did you pick Master Slender's purse? Ay, by these gloves did he, or I would I might never come in mine own great chamber again else. Of seven groats and mill sixpences, and two Edward shovel-boards, that cost me two shillings, and two pence apiece, of ye miller, by these gloves. Is this true, Pistol? No, it is false, if it is a pick-purse. Ha! Thou mountain foreigner! Sir John and master mine, I combat challenge of this Latin Bilbo. Word of denial in thy labrus here. Word of denial, froth and scum, thou liest. By these gloves, then, twas he. Be advised, sir, and pass good humours. I will say merry trap with you if you run the nut-hook's humour on me. That is the very note of it. By this hat, then, he in the red face had it. For though I cannot remember what I did when you made me drunk, yet I am not altogether an ass. What say you, Scarlet and John? Why, sir, for my part I say the gentleman had drunk himself out of his five sentences. It is his five senses. Fie, what the ignorance is. And being fat, sir, was, as they say, cashiered, and so conclusions pass the careers. Ay, you spake in Latin then, too. But tis no matter. I'll ne'er be drunk whilst I live again. But an honest, civil, godly company for this trick. If I be drunk, I'll be drunk with those that have the fear of God, and not with drunken knaves. So got udge me. That is a virtuous mind. You hear all these matters denied, gentlemen. You hear it. Enter Anne Page with wine. Mistress Ford and Mistress Page following. Nay, daughter, carry the wine in. We'll drink within. Exit Anne Page. O oh, heaven, this is Mistress Anne Page. How now, Mistress Ford? Mistress Ford, by my troth, you are very well met. By your leave, good mistress. Kisses her. Wife, bid these gentlemen welcome. Come, we have a hot venison pasty to dinner. Come, gentlemen, I hope we shall drink down all unkindness. Exeunt, all except Shallow, Slender, and Sir Hugh Evans. I had rather than forty shillings I had my book of songs and sonnets here. Enter Simple. How now, Simple? Where have you been? I must wait on myself, must I? You have not the book of riddles about you, have you? Book of riddles? Why, did you not lend it to Alice Shortcake upon a Hallowmas last, a fortnight before Michaelmas? Come, cause, come, cause, we stay for you. A word with you, cause, marry this, cause, there is, as twere, a tender, a kind of tender, made afar off by Sir Hugh here. Do you understand me? Ay, sir, you shall find me reasonable. If it be so, I shall do that, that is reason. Nay, but understand me. So I do, sir. Give ear to his motions, Master Slender. I will description the matter to you. 
if you be capacity of it. Nay, I will do as my cousin Shallow says. I pray you, pardon me. He's a justice of peace in his country, simple though I stand here. But that is not the question. The question is concerning your marriage. Aye, there's the point, sir. Mary, is it? The very point of it. To Mistress Anne Page. Why, if it be so, I will marry her upon any reasonable demands. But can you affection the omen? Let us command to know that of your mouth or of your lips, for diverse philosophers hold that the lips is parcel of the mouth. Therefore, precisely, can you carry your good will to the maid? Cousin Abraham Slender, can you love her? I hope, sir, I will do as it shall become one that would do reason. Nay, God's lords and his ladies, you must speak positable, if you can carry her your desires towards her. That you must. Will you, upon good dowry, marry her? I would do a greater thing than that, upon your request, cousin, in any reason. Nay, conceive me, conceive me, sweet coz. What I do is to pleasure you, cause can you love the maid? I will marry her, sir, at your request. But if there be no great love in the beginning, yet heaven may decrease it upon better acquaintance. When we are married, and have more occasion to know one another, I hope upon familiarity will grow more contempt. But if you say, marry her, I will marry her, that I am freely dissolved, and dissolutely. It is a fairy discretion answer. Save the fall is in the earth dissolutely. The earth is, according to our meaning, resolutely. His meaning is good. Ay, I, I think my cousin meant well. Ay, or else I would I might be hanged. Ah. Here comes fair Mistress Anne. Re-enter Anne Page. Would I were young for your sake, Mistress Anne? The dinner is on the table. My father desires your worship's company. I will wait on him, fair Mistress Anne. Odds blessed will, I will not be absent at the grace. Exeunt, Shallow, and Sir Hugh Evans. Wilt please your worship to come in, sir? No, I thank you, forsooth, heartily. I am very well. The dinner attends you, sir. I am not a-hungry. I thank you, forsooth. Go, sirrah, for all you are my man. Go wait upon my cousin Shallow. Exit simple. A justice of peace sometimes may be beholding to his friend for a man. I keep but three men and a boy yet, till my mother be dead. But what though? Yet I live like a poor gentleman born. I may not go in without your worship. They will not sit till you come. In faith, I'll eat nothing. I thank you as much as though I did. I pray you, sir, walk in. I had rather walk here, I thank you. I bruised my shin the other day, with playing at sword and dagger with a master of fence. Three vennies for a dish of stewed prunes. And, by my troth, I cannot abide the smell of hot meat since. Why do your dogs bark so? Be there bears in the town? I think there are, sir. I heard them talked of. I love the sport well, but I shall as soon quarrel at it as any man in England. You are afraid if you see the bear loose, are you not? Aye, indeed, sir. That's meat and drink to me now. I have seen Sackerson loose twenty times, and I have taken him by the chain. But, I warrant you, the women have so cried and shrieked at it that it passed. But women, indeed, cannot abide him. They are very ill-favored rough things. Re-enter page. 
Come, gentle Master Slender, come, we stay for you. I'll eat nothing, I thank you, sir. By cock and pie, you shall not choose, sir. Come, come. Nay, pray you, lead the way. Come on, sir. Mistress Anne, you yourself shall go first. Not I, sir, pray you, keep on. I'd rather be unmannerly than troublesome. You do yourself wrong indeed, la. Exeunt. Act one, scene two. The same. Enter Sir Hugh Evans and Simple. Go your ways, and ask of Dr. Caius's house, which is the way. And there dwells one mistress quickly, which is in the manner of his nurse, or his dry nurse, or his cook, or his laundry, his washer, and his ringer. Well, sir. Nay, it is better yet. Give her this letter, for it is a woman that altogether's acquaintance with Mistress Anne Page, and the letter is to desire and require her to solicit your master's desires to Mistress Anne Page. I pray you, be gone. I will make an end of my dinner. There's pippins and cheese to come. Exeunt. Act One, Scene Three. A room in the Garter Inn. Enter Falstaff. Host, Bardolph, Nim, Pistol, and Robin. Mine host of the Garter. What says my bully rook? Speak scholarly and wisely. Truly, mine host, I must turn away some of my followers. Discard, bully Hercules. Cashier, let them wag. Trot, trot. I sit at ten pounds a week. Thou art an emperor, Caesar, Kaiser, and Feaser. I will entertain Bardolph. He shall draw, he shall tap. Said I well, bully Hector? Do so, mine good host. I have spoke. Let him follow. To Bardolph. Let me see thee froth and lime. I am at a word. Follow. Exit. Bardolph, follow him. A tapestry is a good trade. An old cloak makes a new jerkin. A withered serving-man, a fresh tapster. Go. Adieu. It is a life that I have desired. I will thrive. O oh, base Hungarian white, wilt thou the spigot wield? Exit Bardolph. He was gotten in drink. Is not the humour conceited? I am glad I am so acquit of this tinder-box. His thefts were too open. His filching was like an unskilful singer. He kept not time. The good humour is to steal at a minute's rest. Convey, the wise it call, steal, foe, a thick for the phrase. Well, sirs, I am almost out at heels. Why, then, let kibes ensue. There is no remedy. I must coney catch. I must shift. Young ravens must have food. Which of you know ford of this town? I ken the white. He is of substance good. My honest lads, I will tell you what I am about. Two yards and more. No quips now, Pistol. Indeed, I am in the waist two yards about. But I am now about no waste. I am about thrift. Briefly, I do mean to make love to Ford's wife. I spy entertainment in her. She discourses, she carves, she gives the leer of invitation. I can construe the action of her familiar style, and the hardest voice of her behaviour, to be English rightly, is, I am Sir John Falstaff's. He hath studied her will, and translated her will, out of honesty into English. Oh, the anchor is deep. Will that humour pass? Now, the report goes she is all the rule of her husband's purse. 
He hath a legion of angels. As many devils entertain, and to her, boy, say I. The humour rises. It is good. Humour me the angels. I have writ me here a letter to her, and here another to Page's wife, who even now gave me good eyes too. Examine my parts with most judicious weads. Sometimes the beam of her view gilded my foot, sometimes my portly belly. Then did the sun on the dunghill shine. <laughs> I thank thee for that humour. <laughs> oh, she did so coarse o'er my exteriors with such a greedy intention that the appetite of her eye did seem to scorch me up like a burning glass. Here's another letter to her. She bears the purse too. She is a region in Guiana, all gold and bounty. I will be cheater to them both, and they shall be exchequers to me. They shall be my East and West Indies, and I will trade to them both. Go bear thou this letter to Mistress Page, and thou this to Mistress Ford. We will thrive, lads, we will thrive. Shall I, Sir Pandarus of Troy, become, and by my sight wear steel? Then Lucifer take all. I will run no base humour. Here, take the humour letter. I will keep the havior of reputation. To Robin. Hold, sirrah, bear you these letters tightly. Sail like my pinnace to these golden shores. Rogues, hence, avaunt. Vanish like hailstones. Go. Trudge, plot away of the hoof. Seek shelter. Pack. Falstaff will learn the humour of the age. French thrift, you rogues. Myself and skirted page. Exeunt Falstaff and Robin. Let vultures gripe thy guts, for Gordon Fulham holds, and high and low beguiles the rich and poor. Tester, I have in pouch when thou shalt lack, base Phrygian Turk. I have operations which be humours of revenge. Wilt thou revenge? Oh, by Welkin and her star. With wit or steel? With both the humours I. I will discuss the humour of this love to Page. And I to Ford shall eke unfold how Falstaff, varlet vile, his dove will prove, his gold will hold, and his soft couch defile. My humour shall not cool. I will incense Page to deal with poison. I will possess him with yellowness, for the revolt of mine is dangerous. That is my true humour. Thou art the Mars of malcontents. I second thee. Troop on. Exeunt. Act One, Scene Four. A room in Dr. Caius's house. Enter Mistress Quickly, Simple, and Rugby. What, John Rugby? I pray thee go to the casement and see if you can see my master, Master Dr. Caius, coming. If he do in faith and find anybody in this house, here will be an old abusing of God's patience and the King's English. I'll go watch. Go and we'll have a posset fort soon at night, in faith, at the latter end of a sea coal fire. Exit Rugby. An honest, willing, kind fellow, as ever servant, shall come in house withal. And I warrant you, no tell-tale, no no breed-bait. His worst fault is that he is given to prayer. He is something peevish that way. But nobody but has his fault. But let that pass. Peter Simple, you say your name is? Aye, for fault of a better. And Master Slender's your master? Aye, forsooth. Does he not wear a great round beard like a glover's paring-knife? No, forsooth. He hath but a little wee face, with a little yellow beard, a cane-coloured beard. 
A softly sprited man, is he not? Ay, forsooth. But he is as tall a man in his hands as any is between this and his head. He hath fought with a warner. How say you? Oh, I should remember him. Does he not hold up his head, as it were, and strut in his gait? Yes, indeed, does he. Well, heaven send Anne Page no worse fortune. Tell Master Parson Evans I will do what I can for your master. Anne is a good girl, and I wish— Re-enter Rugby. Out, alas! Here comes my master. We shall all be shent. Run in here, good young man. Go into this closet. He will not stay long. Shuts simple in the closet. What, John Rugby? John, what John, I say? Go, John, go inquire for my master. I doubt he be not well that he comes not home. And down, 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 down. Enter Dr. Chaos. What is you sing? I do not like these toys. Pray you go and fetch me in my closet on body of it. A box, a green box. Do you attend what I speak? A green box? Ay, forsooth. I'll fetch it you. Aside. I am glad he went not in himself. If he had found the young man, he would have been horn-mad. Fe, 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 fe. Ma foi est fait for sure. Je me vais à la cour. La grande affaire. Is it this, sir? Oui. Mais l'eau mon pocket. Dépêche. Quickly. Where is that knave Rugby? What, John Rugby? John? Here, sir. You are John Rugby, and you are Jack Rugby. Come, take your rapier, and come after my heel to the court. Tis ready, sir, here in the porch. By my trot, I tarry too long. Odds be, Kishopil, there is some simples in my closet that I will not for the world I shall leave behind. I me, he'll find the young man here and be mad. Oh, diable, diable! What is in my closet? Willin! Laron! Pulling simple out. Rugby, my rapier! Good master, be content. Wherefore shall I be content? The young man is an honest man. What shall the honest man do in my closet? There is no honest man that shall come in my closet. I beseech you, be not so phlegmatic. Hear the truth of it. He came of an errand to me from Parson Hugh. Well. I, forsooth, to desire her to... Peace, I pray you. Peace of your tongue. Speak of your tale. To desire this honest gentlewoman, your maid, to speak a good word to Mistress Anne Page, my master, in the way of marriage. This is all, indeed, la. But I'll ne'er put my finger in the fire, and need not. Sir Hugh, send a you? Rugby, bear me some paper. Tarry you a little a while. Writes, aside to simple. I am glad he is so quiet. If he had been thoroughly moved, you should have heard him so loud and so melancholy. But notwithstanding, man, I'll do your master what good I can. And the very yea and the no is. The French doctor, my master. I may call him my master, look you, for I keep his house. And I wash, ring, brew, bake, scour, dress meat and drink, make the beds, and do all myself. Aside to mistress quickly. Tis a great charge to come under one body's hand. Aside to simple. Are you advised of that? You shall find it a great charge, and to be up early and down late. But notwithstanding, to tell you in your ear, I would have no words of it. My master himself is in love with Mistress Anne Page. But notwithstanding that, I know Anne's mind. That's neither here nor there. You jackanape, give this letter to Sir Hugh. By gar, it is a challenge. 
I will cut his throat in the park, and I will teach a scary jack in the priest to meddle or make. You may be gone. It is not good you tarry here. By gar, I will cut all his two stones. By gar, he shall not have a stone to throw at his dog. Exit simple. Alas, he speaks but for his friend. It is no matter of fear that. Do not you tell me that I shall have peace for myself? By gar, I will kill the Jacques priest, and I have appointed mine host of the Jatir to measure our weapon. By gar, I will myself have Anpage. Sir, the maid loves you, and all shall be well. We must give folks leave to prate. What the goodger? Rugby, come to the court with me. By gar, if I have not Anpage, I shall turn your head out of my door. Follow my heels, Hogby. Exeunt, Dr. Caius, and Rugby. You shall have an fool's head of your own. No, I know Anne's mind for that. Never a woman in Windsor knows more of Anne's mind than I do. Nor can do more than I do with her, I thank heaven. Within. Who's within there? Ho! Who's there, I trow? Come near the house, I pray you. Enter Fenton. How now, good woman? How dost thou? The better that it pleases your good worship to ask. What news? How does pretty Mistress Anne? in truth sir and she is pretty and honest and gentle and one that is your friend i can tell you that by the way i praise heaven for it shall i do any good thinkest thou shall i not lose my suit troth sir all is in his hands above but notwithstanding master fenton i'll be sworn on a book she loves you have not your worship a wart above your eye yes mary have i what of that well thereby hangs a tale good faith it is such another nan but i detest an honest maid as ever broke bread we had an hour's talk of that wart i shall never laugh but in that maid's company but indeed she has given too much to alcoholy and musing but for you well go to well i shall see her to-day hold there's money for thee let me have thy voice in my behalf if thou seest her before me commend me will i if faith that we will and i will tell your worship more of the wart the next time we have confidence and of other wooers well, farewell. I am in great haste now. Farewell to your worship. Exit, Fenton. Truly an honest gentleman. But Anne loves him not, for I know Anne's mind as well as another does. Out upon it, what have I forgot? Exit. End of Act One.